You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Mason Dixon, joined once again, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Corey, the Bayou Benders. And this is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. guys uh welcome back to Habs Nightly um it is currently 5 30 in Ottawa Ontario Sunday night and look we have a little bit of stuff to talk about today obviously not as much as we'd like because the Habs continue to play poorly although change is on the horizon unfortunately Corey and I did not get to watch the Nashville Predators game on Saturday that went to overtime, although I heard it was an exciting game. But before we even get into that, Corey, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good. This will be the first episode um, being recorded in the house. Um, So uh, apologies to the last couple episodes where I might have sounded a little uh, echoey because I was in a old my old room. So there was nothing in it but, but my computer. So hopefully this sounds a little bit better. It's a little bit more um, bearable, I guess you could say. But I'm doing all right, dude. Uh, I'm off this week. I'm going to work on the house a little bit. I'm going to buy a new desk, uh, which will in turn come with a new chair eventually. So we're moving up in the world. <laughs> That's great to hear. Glad you got uh, moved in all nicely. So you said that you didn't get to see that Nashville game either. Unfortunately. No, unfortunately, I was I was trying to I was trying to listen to a little bit of it, and I tried to put it on my television uh, when I was cooking dinner last night, but it kept uh, it kept lagging really bad for some reason. So I just turned the ESPN app off uh, and just tried to listen to it, but it ju- it was just getting to a point to where like there was just so much going on in the kitchen, I couldn't pay attention, so I ended up pausing it. And um, all I would, all I could catch was like afterwards when I was like checking my fantasy and stuff. I saw that Allen, Allen had a pretty terrific game, nonetheless. So uh, I think he, you know, was like forty shots on goal, something like that. Um, but I mean, this is also with a team that's got. Uh, we had to make a couple of call ups uh, because what's his name um, Gallagher and Niku are in COVID protocol. And if I'm not mistaken, that's going to take at least a week until they can be reactivated. Um, so, you know, uh, good, good hard fought, fought game, though, from what it looks like. Uh, the boys really pushed it hard. We're able to solidify at least one point. Uh, it's still not what we want, but, you know, there is change coming. Uh, some of it we're not going to be excited about because I'm sure we're going to be losing a lot of uh, – household names at this point but you know this is this is what the beginning of a rebuild is like i guess yeah so wednesday night against colorado was it wednesday or thursday i think it was Wednesday. no thursday night sorry against colorado 
was Jeff Gordon's first game in person watching the Habs and mm-hmm. Habs didn't really show up. Sherratt scored another goal, unfortunately on the power play. Much to my pleasure and dismay, pleasure because apparently he's 100% probably going to fetch a first round pick if he's dealt at the deadline, which I just think is absurd. Hey, it can be absurd, but <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> if teams are willing, if teams are willing to pay it, by all means, right? Absolutely. But at the same time, my brain sees that and I go, oh, God, Ducharme's going to use that to justify giving him more power play time. <laughs> and it, it sounds like that was the case um, mm-hmm. against Nashville. I saw a lot of people dismayed because Caulfield wasn't on the five on three and he was looked off. I saw the Foley had a two on O and he shot from like 20 feet out and just Look, there's a lot of things this team <laughs> needs, to, uh, needs to work on, but I do think another massive bright spot is that Alexander Romanov led our team in ice time, I believe, against Nashville. I saw he had like 25 minutes, unless Sherratt played all of it. I'm not sure. I'm sorry. Well, he had 20, 24, just about 25, 24 and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had five minutes on uh, on the penalty kill. So uh, oh, he he's was a monster. He's definitely been uh, – I mean, he only had like 30 – just about 25 seconds on the power play. I still think that that needs to be bumped up. Um, at this point, shot, he's right? the best fucking defenseman on this team right now. Yeah, he might not be producing offensively, but as far as like a true defenseman, Romanov deserves uh, the 24 minutes, but he deserves to be put on every possible scenario to be on ice. I See, I don't – you say yeah, he's not putting up points – but I think he's done more for the offense than Ben Sherratt does. And I say that because Savard, that's Savard and Sherratt pairing. My mm-hmm. buddy who we're going to, we'll talk about that later is a massive Avs fan. So we always talk, text each other back and forth when the Habs and the Avs play. And I was like, just you, he, he was bitching about Curtis McDermott who. Yeah. We, we had that into. fun. <laughs> he's one of the worst defensemen I've ever seen. Yeah, whereas whereas uh I'm sorry, whereas like Romanov's like not putting up points, like he's creating the, the turnovers for the most part, like with hits or well and what the difference Sherratt and Savard are constantly hemmed in their own zone. Mm-hmm. And they can't make it's because they can't make a break. Neither of them can make a breakout pass to save their life. Mm-hmm. Romanov zips that puck out, he takes the time he needs, he'll skate behind the net, he'll do a little dipsy doodle, get get space for a second and fire it down the ice. The amount of times Sherratt and Savard iced the puck against Colorado, my buddy was texting me going, holy shit, do they ever ice the puck a lot? And I was like, yeah, (laughs) they do. They do it all the freaking time. It's brutal. And at the end of the day, if you play Romanov more time, you give him those opportunities on the power play, offensive zone draws, et cetera, he's going to start putting up points. It's, It's just a matter of time. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, we saw a glimpse of that in the beginning of last season. Um, I just think that this kid has stepped up tremendously around a team that is really kind of, I guess, trying to find their their image or trying to find the way that they're supposed to play. Um, but Romanov's that that whole like me being afraid that you know one of our first topics on Romanov this season was you know whether or not to send him down like. I'd rather see someone move like Savard or Sherratt, you know, 
to to give Romanov as much time as he can. Uh, this kid is going nowhere. Um, I mean, another shining star last night was uh, Brett Kulak. Also, you know, he gets his first goal of the season and turns around and fights. Uh, shit, what's his name? Um, damn, I'm blanking. Was it Benning? No, Borowiecki, or was that what somebody Pizzetta, called? Yeah, Pizzetta Pizzetta Borowiecki. Um. But yeah, I know what you're talking about though, yeah. Two decent fights, uh, but awesome for Brett Kulak to get a shot, you know, to get a well to get a goal, not a shot. Um, 18 minutes. Ice time. I still think, you know, I'm I'm not the biggest Brett Kulak fan. I don't think he's like, you know, as popular as he is on, you know, some of his fans are on Twitter. But I think he's a solid player. And uh, just happy to see him find a bit of no- momentum last night, especially needed it um, compared to how well, I guess not well, but, you know, the boys were giving it to her for <laughs> for the first time in a while. So, you know, it's good to see someone like that who really deserves a, another chance to, to shine. So, No, definitely. I'm, like we've said before, I'm a deep, pretty big fan of Kulak. I don't think he's the number one defenseman in this league, but. Mm-hmm. Definitely deserves more opportunity. I think Chris Feynman's been awesome too. But I will say I, I do root for Sherratt to play well because obviously like I want my players to play well and I yeah, want him always. to do well in those situations. And I, hopefully we can get a lot for him at the trade deadline. Now, in talking about this, we I do apologize once again for neither of us being there to witness the Nashville game on Saturday. I had a prior engagement. I went to the Sens Avs game with my buddy I was talking about previously. And I got to see that game Saturday night, 6 5. Sens took it in overtime. What a fucking experience, though. Walking into the Canadian Tire Center with two fucking, we got two guys in Avs jerseys walking into the Canadian Tire Center. It's pretty funny. And, uh, <laughs> That like the the way the Sens are losing games right now. I I thought I was gonna. I, I thought the Avs pretty much had it in the bag, but no. I I love the way the Sens team plays. They score a lot of goals. We talked about this a lot. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna win a lot of. They might win less games than us this year, but they're a hell of a lot more exciting. <laughs> <laughs> they really are. They're a fun yeah, team to watch play. It's a bunch of young guys that are like getting their bearings. You know, like uh. Zach Kachuk had like two goals last night, and he didn't he end it in overtime. I, I believe it was his. I know Kachuk one of the brothers it, did. Kachuk won it in overtime. It was uh, it was um, sorry, <laughs> lost my train of thought there. Jesus, <laughs> it was off a uh, turnover, and just overtime went the other way. Stormed down the ice, shot. It was a uh, Colorado goalie, Ananen. He got subbed in for. Jonas Johansson, who's one of the worst goalies I've ever seen play hockey. Uh, so he had to make his debut cold in the middle of the second period in like a shootout of a game, and he actually did pretty well. Hmm. But I don't know if you saw, Corey, if you saw Alexander Newhook's goal. No, I didn't. Oh, my God. If you, like, look that up quick, if you can find it. Oh, find it, was, it. it was an absolute – beauty just went across the blue line inside out just deked the shit out of the sun's defense when we were going nuts and that was to bring it <laughs> that was to bring it back within two, two that was goals. Sick. 
Um, no, we were going pretty insane. And uh, one of the longest. Ooh, nice. Seconds. Yeah, you see it. Lucky, lucky for him too that uh, whoever is on his team lost the bucket and was able to like secure it hella quick, or, or you know, it would have got blown <laughs> dead. But good on him to just kind of fly through the defense. <laughs> oh, it was one of the prettiest goals I think I've ever seen live. Darren Helm had a nice one in the first too. And it was but quick honestly, too. He didn't really dazzle or anything. He just kind of weaved through and just sent a bullet. But it was it was slow motion when you were there. <laughs> right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Nothing, nothing beats seeing a game in person. Like the atmospheres, even in that building, which is empty every every night, there's a game because honestly, it's I don't think they can they can pay like sell the tickets, like buy tickets mm-hmm. and make fans come. Like they just fans don't want to come to the games anymore. It's so unfortunate. It's unfortunate definitely. because this is that it's they're turning into such a fun team to watch with all these young these young kids. Like, well, it's a nice barn too. Like I don't mind. It's not the Bell Center. It's not TD Garden. It's not Madison Square. But it's a nice building. It's just the problem is it's not really in Ottawa. It's about half an hour outside of the city mm-hmm. but no really fun team to watch uh definitely had the help of the refs last night to say this as a uh you know the abs are my second team <laughs> follow them pretty closely and after that brady kachuk goal we got a little we got heckled a little bit because we were <laughs> surrounded in habs fans next to some guy with season tickets and nice fucking get we were giving it to him they uh the Avs scored a goal to tie it up. It got called coach's challenge for offside, and he stood up and he was doing like the no goal sign. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and about thirty seconds later, the Avs tied it. Oh geez. And we 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 were going right at foot him, in the goal the goal sign right at him. <laughs> so after after the fucking game, Brady Kachuk scores, and about thirty five cents fans are doing the goal motion towards us. <laughs> It was, it's it was awesome. pretty, no, it was a pretty fun experience. I think it's always fun to be in the visiting, be the visiting team and just absolutely give it mm-hmm. and get it to it. I, I love getting it. I love getting chirps. So, so look, so my cousin, my cousin for him and his wife's, um, what you call it? Uh, man, why am I blanking on the term? They just went on their honeymoon and, uh, they went to New York and big sharks fan, um, they went to go see, you know, the Sharks play New New York. Um, what was that Friday? And his wife, cool, cool person, cool as fuck person. Uh, she's like beaten, she's beaten a lot of our asses. She beat me this this year, this season so far in fantasy. And this is her first season. And it's so funny because like she's just got like a natural talent for shit like this. Whereas poor Cody has been playing for like years and he's still like the bottom three players every season. And she's just beating everybody's ass. Well, they, you know, they go, they go to the game and stuff like that. And um, she's got her New York Rangers stuff on. She loves to shit on, you know, his team. Like she'll, if they go wherever they go and it's against the sharks, she's going to get the other team to (laughs) chirp them, you know, but Cody felt, so I, I guess like off putting because 
when they sent me pictures, he's wearing Rangers gear. And I know he likes the Rangers, but I'm like, dude, you know you're there for the Sharks. The Sharks are on a tear right now, dude. Support your boys. He's like, I think he was a bit nervous about being in New York and just getting shit on the whole time because I'm no, sure his wife would have shit on him. Like, she will shit on him. She, her, her fucking – her fantasy league name is um, Eat My Sharts. And it's – so there's a uh, there's like a team in San Jose, like a beer league team that had – that they're called the San Jose Sharts. And it's like Eric Carlson – from like behind with like a, a shit stain and that's their logo. So like um, that's her fucking logo in this league, her name, you know, all that just to shit on Cody because <laughs> they have a great rivalry, you know? Uh, and I, I just, he sent me videos and stuff from the game and he was all in his Rangers gear. And I'm like, come on, dude. Like, I know you like the Rangers, dude, but you got to support the sharks there. Uh, but I thought that was funny. It kind of reminded me of like, it's like the opposite of you, you love getting heckled and shit like that. And I guess he just felt super uncomfortable being in New York uh, wearing his teal colors. Well, I think like getting heckled to a certain extent is kind of annoying. Like some people take it too far. Some people take it too seriously, mm-hmm. right? Like it's fun when you, when you, you're heckling someone and then you smile at them. Like it's just friendly, right? Yeah. But uh, when, when people take it too far, it's a little, you know that can be a little frustrating i'm really one day though i have to i have to wear a Habs jersey to the fucking uh the leafs a leafs home game oh that would be amazing what good luck getting the tickets though, dude there's scotiabank what's it called now scotiabank place Rog- i don't even know what they call it anymore Rog- i think it's don't know. Is it don't scotiabank know. Place? whatever don't anyway know. at a leafs game <laughs> i would love I, you know, it probably cost me 800 bucks, but one day I'll have to do it. Um, we have a ad read by our sponsors, DraftKings. <laughs> Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game, but with the latest no-brainers from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get on all the action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot of millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Remember... Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use promo code THPN, bet $1 on any team to score, and win $100 in free bets if they score. You score with promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, the $1 wager required, one per customer, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. But uh, getting back to the Habs, um, first game against Tampa since the cup final is coming up. Mm-hmm. Are we excited for that? 
I'm a bit excited. I think uh, I think the bit of passion that w- that's on this team, a lot of those guys are no longer with us. Um, and then you got the likes of like Jeff Petrie, who uh, Patrick Bexel put out um, two days ago. He's out indefinitely right now. That's why they brought in Corey Schooneman um, from Laval. You know, I think this is more or less like this game is going to be the youth carrying us. Um because I think their passion, their fire will be there. I think like Josh Anderson is a bit of a hothead. I think, you know, he'll be able to explode in that game, but I I'm looking at a skull drag. I think Tampa Bay hasn't been playing as well as, you know, people had expected them to do, but I mean, you're also looking at uh, Kucherov and Braden point is still out, I believe. Um, so, I mean, it, it's a bit of a wounded team right now, but, I mean, our team is not the the team it was last year. But I think there's still enough players on this team that know, you know, that are ready and prepared to play them again. And I think there's people like, uh, like what is his name, like Pizzetta and stuff that are like, would just, you know, like hype, get hype off of fueling, you know, someone like the young guys like Suzuki um, and Caulfield, maybe like Toffoli Anderson you know, could really like piggyback off of that, you know, want to play a really good game against them. Um, I hope it's not like a, I'd rather it be a barn burner and we lose than just like us lose. Like we did against Colorado, like a four, one loss, you know, I'm really hoping that, you know, despite a lot of that energy is kind of gone, even with Brendan Gallagher being out right now, you know, that's going to take a hit too, especially for just the, you know, the uh, the amped up, like, the tenacity and stuff to to make this a good game. But I think the youth can really shine in this game. Uh, I'd love to see Romanov against the Lightning since we never really – he never really got a chance in the in the finals. Or did he? I don't, I don't even remember. I remember he didn't play for fucking anything. I don't think he played and in the finals. now it's, like, blank in my mind. Cannot remember, to be perfectly honest. Um yeah, no, I think you make some good points. I, I'm actually more excited. It's funny you mentioned Romanov to see Romanov play against Sergachev. They're good buddies. Mm-hmm. I think that would just be an interesting I'm, I'm excited to see uh, Corey Perry uh, against <laughs> his team. That's <laughs> where I was going to next. I'm excited to see Corey Perry. Uh, like this Tampa squad, they're still Tampa. So I think it's going to be a painful, <laughs> painful experience maybe for a little bit. But I mean, the only thing you could really hope for is that it's on a back-to-back night and, uh, you know, we're not playing against uh, – what's his name? Um, Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky. But, I mean, Vasilevsky's been kind of uh, getting hung up to try this season too. Yeah, Vasilevsky, in my humble opinion, is the is. Well, I'll start by saying Vasilevsky is an amazing goalie. He's a top three goalie in the league. But he's just got uh, I an just, assembly in front of him. Yeah, I don't <laughs> buy this narrative that he is by far and away the best goalie in the National Hockey mm-hmm. League. I just don't like. I, I mean, I this year it's kind of like Campbell. Campbell's been a, amazing. He fucked me last night against Shane. I was so upset. Both games, I had, I had Jake Allen and Campbell going to OT, and I was like, I just kind of need one of y'all to win this. <laughs> <laughs> neither. Neither. I think they played uh, the Wild last night, who was just – look at them. The Wild has been so impressive for two years straight now. It's They're, if I'm not mistaken, leading the Central Division. They are. 
a central division that I think everyone thought would be owned by the Avs. Mm-hmm. But the Avs have blundered a little bit to start the season. And they're, they're in fourth. Like, the Preds are ahead of them in that division. That's unreal. Yeah, uh, I would have never imagined. Uh, I actually expected Winnipeg <clears throat> to be a little bit higher there. Uh, damn, we really need to get off of Central. I, I love talking Central. It's like as close to Southern hockey as I'm going to get. So I'll fall into a rabbit hole. Well, since that. you bring since you bring up uh, divisions, we can talk about the Atlantic. Okay. Um, with the Sens win last night, they're still in last. However, they have 13 points in 22 games. Montreal, they're a win off tying Montreal. Montreal's played four more games than them. They're on all, the Suns are also on a two-game win streak. Montreal is now on a three-game losing streak. We're headed for bottom quickly. <laughs> Absolutely. They're headed nowhere fast. Although there it's not as staggering as what's been going on for the New York freaking Islanders. <laughs> They've lost 10 games straight. I think they had another jersey thrown the other night. Oh, it's insane. The Flyers, too, are on a seven-game losing streak. There's some some big losing streaks in the National Hockey League right now. But Montreal is starting to look like they could be dead last in the NHL here very soon. So part of me sees that and just – I'm in pain. (laughs) But, you know – there is a light at the end of the tunnel. There is a we light at the end last. of the tunnel. Right? We dead last. We're dead last. <laughs> Worst we're drafting is fourth overall. And you can get a pretty sure. damn good player at fourth overall. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there on that front. Um, What other Habs news did we have? Uh, Habs picked up Kale Clegg from waivers. From Which is LA a good – it's a good first step for Gordon. It's, his, um, it's Gordon's first move. Mm-hmm. And I'm I like that kind of move because he talked about getting puck moving defensemen, bringing in an analytics department, really revamping this organization. But I question if <clears throat> Dominic Ducharme is going to play him because right. we have like honestly I think it's a good pickup. We don't need him. We have enough guys. We have Kulak, Weidman, Niku, Romanov, Norlander. For me, this tells me Norlander's going back to Sweden, mm-hmm. which is a shame because I think he never really got an opportunity to play, but right. it is the best decision because he didn't get an opportunity to play, right? Yeah. So it'll be good to send him that back down – or not down, back over to Sweden, um, really kind of get to progress with his hockey career instead of sitting on the bench playing nine minutes a game. But, but a team that's still see. fumbling quarters. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see where Kale Clegg fits in in the lineup. I would assume the third pair scratched most nights, but I don't know. You never know with Ducharme. Yeah, but I mean, so far this season, he's got five assists. He's only played eleven games. Uh, it's it's uh, I, I like to pick up. He's a young kid. I believe he's like twenty three years old. Um, I think it's I think this is a it. it I don't want to say it's like us redeeming ourselves for losing. Um, man, why am I blanking on his name? Uh, to Florida last year. Um, 
Who did we lose, Mason? I'm sorry. I'm tripping. I had I had it written down. I can't find it in my notes. Uh, who uh, Noah Juleson. Noah, Noah Juleson. Yeah. So, like, I, I don't think he's a Noah Juleson, but uh, we were able to claim a youthful kid from waivers. Um, you know, I don't, you can't really – you can't really get a lot out of, you know, the inf- information on him. He's never played for this team yet, but uh, I think it's a solid pickup. Um, I mean, Gordon really hasn't had much to displease people yet. I don't think he's – I don't think you can really hold him to a lot of uh, – how do I say it? I don't think – It's been less – it's been about a week. Yeah, I don't, I don't think. think there's enough out there for people to really, like – no, if, any, if anyone's complaining, pitching. if anyone's complaining about Jeff Gordon now, they will never be happy. This team could win the cup, and they won't mm-hmm. be happy. And I thought it was really interesting. A jersey got thrown onto the ice the other night, and yeah. terrible. I understand the frustration. Well, I don't. If people say it's disrespecting the crest. I don't. I don't really fucking care to be honest, because <laughs> you know what, this team hasn't done really hasn't done much in the last few other than the cup final like they haven't done much to earn that respect this organization is not we've talked it's not the same organization that was the goliath of this league they're going to be gordon's going to change that and he's going to build them back up but the fans do have look someone spent money on that they can do whatever the fuck they want with it it's an overpriced jersey that personally I would not have thrown onto the ice because it probably costs $300, but that's their prerogative. What I think is stupid about it is that you sh- if you were that upset, you should have done it before they fired Bergevin. <laughs> like what, are, <laughs> what are you, what are you protesting? Yeah. Now it's like, we've, we've kind of already accepted that there's going to be like, we've, we've made the right decisions to move forward. Like we're still going to suck, but we've, we're past, you know, hoping that they make the right decisions and stuff like that. Um, Dominic Ducharme is going to stay the coach for the rest of the season. Um, hopefully changes are made after that. But I don't know. If I saw someone throw a fucking – throw my favorite team's jersey over the ice, uh, I'd boo the fuck out of them. Um, I'd try to redeem the jersey. I'd be like, fuck – if they like, uh, what's his name? They did it in Vancouver the other night, and uh, I saw that. That was pretty cool. Forgot his name. Pittsburgh guy pushed it back over with a stick. I picked that motherfucker up and wash it. I mean, yeah, I can't fit in most fucking jerseys, but fuck, dude, that's it. You just got a Christmas present for somebody. You fucking joking me? Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're a clown. Like, like, you spent all that money on it, and you you think this is? Let me let me. I want. Cole Caulfield to look me dead in the eyes as I toss this fucking you jersey know, over in disrespect and upsetness. I honestly don't think it's that deep. It's just a I clown. Think, it's just a clown. I don't, I don't, I don't, I just don't agree with that though. I think I understand why people do it. That's what I mean. Like there have been, t- there's, I remember one time I went to a Habs game in Ottawa and Ottawa scored like nine goals. And I think the Habs had one or nothing. And I took mm-hmm. my jersey. I didn't throw it, but I took it off. Like, at the end of the – like, sometimes the team <laughs> – it's part of the experience, and it sucks for the players, but that's what they get paid million. – they're entertainers. 
Like, let's not think of them as athletes. Let's think of them of what they are. They're entertainers. Mm-hmm. And when you've invested hundreds of dollars into this team and hours of your time, I think you have a right to boo. And I think you have a right to express that disappointment. Now, harassing people and going after their families and stuff is wrong. And throwing your, throwing your jersey on the ice isn't something I would do because I don't have a silver spoon and <laughs> I just can't afford to do that, right? Not a shot. But if someone wants to do that, I don't like, I don't think they're a shitty person. I don't think they're a clown. I think they're probably just as frustrated as the rest of us. And that's a way of expressing it and say what you want about it. I, like I said, I don't, I wouldn't do it myself. The players take notice of that. Nick Suzuki said he thought it was his sweater. You don't think, and then look what happened. He scored in Nashville. Mm -hmm. You don't think that lit a little bit of a fire under his ass. You don't think that hurt him because he knows he's playing bad. And when the fans do that, I'm not saying do it. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm saying it comes the Hershey bear fucking uh, the bear toss after the first jerseys. goal, just fucking raining $300 tricolor fucking jerseys, premium <laughs> blend. That would be amazing. Dude, um, I would I'm jump saying, the fucking but... glass. I'd be in heaven. I'd be like, you pitiful idiots. I just Collect I don't think all. I don't think they're idiots. I think they're just upset. Like I wouldn't do it is what I'm saying. But you can't argue with that. Like Suzuki saw that, made a comment about it and scored the next day. I get where you're coming from. <laughs> like like the I think as a player you see that it And you probably, just want to do better immediately. Yeah, that's what I mean. You're not like we're everyone on we're all everyone every one of us on Twitter is such a pretentious asshole. We just because that's what Twitter does to you. It just mm-hmm. makes you have a platform to just send your opinion. Twitter out. gave everyone the ability to get a journalism degree from like the internet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, it just it allows you to say shit and you can just tweet whatever you want, right? And mm-hmm. people say that it's crazy some of the shit people will say on Twitter and not in real life. And I just think that everyone's judging, you know what? Like, you see that if I see a guy do that, I'm, I might cheer him on a little bit after that game. Cause it's ridiculous. Like I'm not doing that myself, but if the team's disappointing you, you have the, I just think you have the right to tell them, look, we expect more from you. I but, think I'd shit on a dude. <laughs> but that's just me. <laughs> I think, I think you're looking at it more from the money, the money side of it though. I'd shit on him for that. I don't know. I think it comes from just my culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, I grew up with the Saints. The Saints weren't good since my fucking grandfather was a young man until I graduated fucking high school. And then there was like a 15-year stint of them being good. And now we're going back to that. And, like, everyone's like, I fucking hate this team. They fucking suck. And I'm like, I grew up in that culture. So, like, we never really, like, I'd rather put a bag over my fucking head than like get rid of the Jersey. Cause like, yeah, one it's money, but two, like I take pride in that Jersey. Like if we suck, we fucking suck. That's my team. Um, but I just think I just grew up in a shitty fucking club area, you know? So like, I just don't immediately like think of it the way that you do, I guess. And it's, there's nothing wrong with it. You know, I just know me, I would clown the fucking dude. That's just kind of my, uh, I guess that's, you know, just what I would do personally. (laughs) 
I mean, fair enough. Like you're entitled to an opinion. Yeah. I mean, like, hey, you know, like that was fucking stupid and he could say whatever the fuck he wants. I'm not going to fight the dude. You know, like I'm not going <laughs> to, I'm not going to swing on him. People that but, start fights at sports games are the dumbest people on this planet. Dude, I worked the 500 level at the Saints game the other day against the Cowboys. And it was like two fights. And I'm like trying to walk past. And I'm like, I'm like, hey, man, this is not that important. Like, <laughs> this is this is far beyond important. Like, y'all serious? Like, no, these ridiculous. dudes are fucking going to fucking town. And I'm like, yeah, man, I get off in like, 30 minutes like hopefully <laughs> hopefully i don't have to deal with this too much longer like i don't want to accidentally get hit or like i have a fucking bottle thrown at me you know i'll get fucking slew footed on accident you know because you know people are trying to run past me to help their friend it's fucking ridiculous up there no people are crazy i just i've never really understood it but it is what it is um with that unless you have anything else to add I, I just got one more thing. We didn't All bring right. up Gordon's uh, little conference where he he uh, did his best to speak a little French, and I fucking love it. I don't know if you got a chance to see it, but it was amazing. Uh, he sp- spoke, you know, just saying, you know, that he was uh, he is the new uh, vice president. And he was taking, you know, he was going to take over the job and stuff like that in French. Um, and he just basically said, "Look, you know, just uh, bear with me." I'm trying. Uh, my wife has bought me lessons, you know, for me, for me to learn. And, you know, I'm going to try my best to do it. And it was so fucking refreshing to see that, to see us like give someone an opportunity that's just not pure, you know, uh, French Canadian. Uh, it just felt amazing. You know, I know that he already stated that we were going to be moving towards more of an, an analytical team, like, like basically bringing this team, into what the future was 10 years ago when everyone else did it. Um, It's just great to see him do it. Uh, Well, it's great to hear that this team's finally coming to to terms with the importance of analytics, but uh, Jeff Gordon, honestly giving it a shot at at speaking French um, won my heart over, you know, uh, I'm not a French Canadian. I might have French. um, I, I might come from like French lineage, but I never got a chance to learn it. And I didn't think that that was a reason to stop the best candidate from getting a job with this team. And I'm just happy that maybe this is like, you know, the first opportunity that we see that, you know, some of the old heads think that it's not the the biggest deal in the world. I'd rather have success for this team than um, a dying breed, I guess. No, definitely. I understand that. And uh, I actually thought we had talked about the um sorry the press conference already so that's my bad i guess we'll have to discuss it next episode kind of go more in depth yeah we kind of we kind of like tiptoed around it was brought up but i just i never i never spoke that part but uh it was great he threw a little pun in there you know he was like uh 30 years ago i wanted to be good at golf and i I still suck you know shit like (laughs) that he's like just just bear with me i'm gonna do my best to give you guys what y'all want because y'all y'all need it you know the the Canadian, the Quebec media around Montreal is, is they insist on having that and he is going to do his best. And I love that. He even gave it a shot, you know, not worrying about if, if he sounded dumb or, you know, if it was off, he gave it a a true shot and I respect him so much more because of that. No, definitely. And I think hopefully the French media appreciated it. 
Yeah, I, I, how, can, how can you be upset with a man who understood that this is not his native language and is still going to try to respect you and give you what you want? Because this is what you've grown to expect. You know, this is what you expect from the team. I love it. All right. Well, with that, going to end things off for today. Coming into exam week. So, unfortunately, I will not be back for the Wednesday episode. Um, we're going to plan something else. Something out there, but exams take priority for me because I found out last last um, semester how hard or for midterms, how hard they are mm -hmm. <laughs> in college. So I won't see you guys for a little bit now, but I am leaving the podcast in the very capable hands of Corey. <laughs> so... Things oh. should be running very smooth, <laughs> maybe even smooth more smoothly. Like Kevin with the chili. <laughs> All right. Well, without further ado, thank you guys for stopping by. Thank you for listening. This has been Habs Nightly. You guys have a good one. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at the hockey podcast or wherever you get your podcasts from.